Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Stargo Podcast. I'm Lissy, and I'm here with Angie, and we are going to talk about the 10th episode of season three, titled The Killer, at last. Though, who the killer was is another thing altogether. Um, I don't know where you want to start, Angie, because there is a lot to say. Indeed, there is a lot to say, and I think what I'm going to start with is I am just so angry. <laughs> I am <laughs> so mad. Um, I think another thing to like quickly bring up since we are a DC show is uh, Kevin Conroy's unfortunate passing and how like that's also really messed up. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to get that out of the way because I know probably a lot of us are in our like DC Batman feel. So we're right, we're right there with you. If you listen to us in Superman and Lois Radio, we talked about like both Batman and Superman the animated series a lot. So yeah, we're sad. I was sad already. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a sad, yeah. It was like hit after hit. And then he was so much like I, I know we're supposed to go into Stargirl and why we're mad, but he was so much sort of like the voice of Batman, even when he wasn't being Batman, like so much of what we thought of as Batman, that it's sort of hard to think. And I don't know that it will hit for us till we get another project without his voice. So it sort of feels like nebulous right now. Like we're sad. We are all in mourning, but like, it feels like he's still there as Batman and he will always be there to be revisited. Um, but yeah, it's going to hit hard at some point when we have to listen to another voice. I don't like it already. I don't like it. I like it about, well, I like it less than this episode of Stargo, but I just did not like how, okay, let me Mm -hmm. be clear. I love this episode of Stargo till the thing that happened at the end. And I was like, how dare you? And why you? And why is Henry Jr. still dead? Like I don't <laughs> I knew it. you were gonna say that one. Okay, so when the thing at the end happened, I was like, Lizzie's gonna be so mad that Henry Jr. is like, still canonically dead how on this. Is, how is this? I insert curse word that we can't say here. Uh, still alive. And like Henry Jr. is the only one who hasn't come back. In fact, considering that this is. Um, the final season of Stargirl, I know we are not going to get these characters back, but if we had one more season, they'd be back by episode five because no one dies in this show. Yeah, unless you actually see them get turned into like itty bitty little icicle dust particles Um, because I don't don't see how you come back from that. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, at this point, like if, I mean, we, we don't have to uh, not say spoilers. This is a, an, a podcast. But, like, if Jordan's back, anything is possible. Like, should we start, like, maybe we should start from the beginning of the episode and okay, then let, talk about how mad we are? Okay, let's talk about how perfect the Crocs were in this episode oh. and how they just made us love them a bit more. And I will make it clear that Angie and I were fans Despite all the, 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 the right, despite all the things we talked about, Sportsmaster before Sportsmaster was actually introduced, we were fans from the beginning. 
the characters really, really worked. But this season, they were perfect. The little montage of them, like, running and, like, with everyone in town. And then the whole about uh, Pat's and, and Courtney's family. There are people now. We got to protect them. And we don't know how. And then just going up to crazy grandparents and just really standing up for uh, Pat and Barbara and their family. It was perfection we should have told us that something bad was coming as soon as they were just like walking on that street alone and they got the call from artemis and they're like oh yeah everything's coming up crops i was like oh no what's about to happen no because like they finally it's just it's so tragic because they finally found their purpose in life other than just being villains and just like murdering and whatever right like we saw them rehabilitate. We saw them make these like really great relationships with other people. Like how uh, Tigris was teaching Barbara how to use the crossbow. Like that was so, that was so sweet to me. Like get your stance together. You need to do this. So I'm really hoping that Barbara shoots Jordan with the crossbow to avenge <laughs> her friend. We said we said we were gonna get mad again, but you like, also like I, I think Jordan might have been an interesting villain in season one, but he's so bland at this point that just to see him back, I was like, oh, so it's you again? Like is this the big twist of season three? Because I mean it was, I was not at all on my bingo card. For this I will it's take give me back ultra humanite please I will take the monster <laughs> in fact give me dragon king like at least dragon king being back would have made more sense mm -hmm. yeah you don't have to convince me I'm I'm right here with you it's just uh, it's it's just ridiculous it really is and like not like in a good way. Not like, oh, we're excited about these last three episodes or where this could be going. But no, in season three, we've, we're still 10 episodes in, still know nothing. Like, we are never going to get an answer of why Sylvester is around. Now we have Jordan back. Okay? <laughs> so we, we didn't want. We already didn't want Starman around, and we were fine with Jordan being gone. Right, another white man we did not need. Two extraneous, that. superfluous white men that we do not need on this show right now. Right, and then the white men we have and we already care about are not getting enough. Like, what is going on with Rick? Like, how are we, like, is this something that we're going to, like, serious finale? Is that, I'm going to have to wait till the last episode to sort of, because Rick needs a lot of things that cannot be fixed in one episode. He yeah. needs a hug, he needs food, and he needs therapy. Like, but sustained therapy. Okay? Poor baby and he boy. Needs, like, medical interve intervention. Like, if your heart rate and blood pressure are, like, unnaturally elevated, you really need immediate help, right? Like, you need medical attention. You need to at least take some of those, like, what, isn't there blood pressure medication? Like, pop a couple of those pills in, you know, like, have an apple, eat some pills, like, eat something, Rick, and have some blood pressure medication. Like, I am worried about this boy. 
Right. And then I, I far be it from me to say something bad about Pat Dugan, but there's a moment where Pat's like talking about Rick and how he needs to get his head on straight. And I was like, but have any of you really paid attention to this poor boy this entire season? Again, Angie and I have been suffering about what he's eating and where he's stayed. And like now you're just like, oh, he really needs to control his temper. Yes, we know that. But like basic things that we should have worried about after whatever happened with his uncle, we still don't know. What did you do, Pat? Okay. What did we may never know at this point. He's going to hunt me forever. Like, I'm going to wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night five years from now going, what did Pat Dugan do to Rick's uncle? Like, And then why didn't he do anything afterwards? Like, if you know the, the uncle is dead, like, I would expect at least to keep an eye on Rick. Yeah, you have a big house and a basement. Like, he can share the basement with Starman. Like, bring the boy into the fold. No wonder he's so mad. Right? He would have made more sense to be in the basement first than Starman. Like, totally. He, Starman's a grown man. He shouldn't be living in any adult's basement. Okay? God. Uh, but yeah, we keep getting mad. But I will talk about one of the best things about this episode the scene when Mike shows up casual like any normal kid who just does not get that his father has been worrying himself sick for a long time and he's like oh hey dad hey uh question and and has like mike and he's like wait what's going on i'm fine so much a teenager it was funny i thought it was kind of cute that he like started to explain himself and then pat was like and just like hugged him i was like yeah that's that's like your first reaction for sure. Like when you see your kid, you haven't seen them in a while. You know what? Just come here. No, I'm just going to hold you. Just shh. Right. <laughs> right. It, it was it was a cute scene. And I will even give Sylvester props about how he handled the whole Mike thing. Because he was the only one who was like had enough separation to sort of interject with common sense. And he was he, when he was saying sort of Mike and Jaquim left before. Like it, it couldn't have been anything to do with creepy grandparents because... It was before that, like common sense when everyone was worried. Um, I will give you props for that, Sylvester. Um I'm 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 glad it they didn't just I don't know. I, I figured that was gonna take a few episodes and we don't have time to waste on whether Mike is in danger or not. Um and then that sort of ties into Courtney's conversation with Cameron where no one really expected her to be like, well, it was my little brother mm -hmm. who killed you. So obviously she took the blame. But that's obviously gonna like you should you shouldn't have said anything, Courtney. Like I don't I don't know yeah. what she expected out of that conversation. Like it she's always been unbearably naive in the good ways, but this feels like like she should have known better than to try to have that conversation. Yeah, it would have been equally as terrible and equally as easy to just say i can't tell you like that's that really would have been the best play for her but she's incapable of like keeping that kind of secret from someone she cares about so she just has to be like you know what it was me like i'm just gonna tell you it was me um right. which <sighs> did not help at all which and is yeah, it, it doesn't help the situation. So it's hard to figure out what was going through her head. Yeah, and then we were thinking about all these things when Jordan was not in play. 
But now Jordan is in play. And also, like, and I know the show's not going to answer all the questions, just as they did it with Sylvester. But, like, where was he? Okay? Like, is he been alive all this time? Was he mysteriously resurrected? Like, how is he back? <laughs> was he... Was he just like reforming slowly in the sewer? Like just in like all of the sewage, all of those different like ice I mean, particles came together. So he's like literally part garbage now, which is fine. I mean, he was always part garbage. So now it yeah. can be literal. Yeah, it drags. Uh, but like also if he somehow came back, that means the crocs aren't really gone. They're just in like suspended animation. Like you can revive them, right? They just froze them. Like I don't know because nothing makes sense. Nothing so makes I, sense. So I would like to hang on to whatever hope I can, uh, because yeah, nothing makes sense. About if I weren't a part of this podcast, I probably would have stopped watching after this episode. Like that's how mad I was at how they did the Crocs at the end. Yeah, no, ma'am, not my parents, not today. Nope. I'm just gonna watch up until they go into the sewer. Yeah, I, 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 that's I'm, I'm there with you. And then the thing is, it wasn't even like it feels like you know, it, it doesn't always happen. And sometimes when you lose a character, you like you're always mad, but sometimes you're like, well, at least this sort of makes sense. This is not one of those cases, nothing about it makes sense from like. I if if the the hood had been like lowered and I would have seen anyone would have made more sense anyone like I was I mean we were all expecting Dragon King though like we were all expecting Dragon King look if Superman had been under the, the hood that would have been more sense <laughs> Henry Cavill in oh a my DC god film, you know I would have been like yeah that tracks and much better than had to die if it had to be in the face of Henry Cavill's chiseled jawline i probably would have been okay with that like even tyler i would have even taken tyler okay because like everything would have made more sense than it being jordan i i don't know how this thing the thing now we're back to the whole better safer america thing which is like because when you bring back a villain like that, you're going to go right back into the same themes that you have already done in the previous season so like like maybe they're just gonna focus on like Cameron, like realizing his dad's, you know, evilness. I don't. But like it, it also sort of feels like a cop out. Is he just back so Cameron can kill him? So Cameron can save the day? It's like Cameron can save the day killing someone else, or Sorry. not killing at all. Why are we killing on this show? Why? Right. I mean. I mean, but are we like that? That's the thing, though. It sort of feels super unfair that the Crocs are the characters they killed off, considering everyone who deserves it and does not deserve it have got has gotten to live in this show, except Henry Jr. and now apparently the Crocs. <laughs> I'm like, what is it this show even doing? I don't know what this show is doing, and I would like to talk to you about another thing that I was like, what? So the ultra humanite, like, I understand getting character backstory and whatnot, but did we really have to get the whole extended explanation with, like, well, he was inside an Oscar-winning actress for a bit? I'm like, okay, like, I understand, like, oh, it's, like, a fun tie-in to comics, whatever, 
but it just seemed really out of place for this show. Like, unless that's somehow going to become important later, but I don't see how a detail like that is going to be really important. Like that specific detail, the fact that he's hopping bodies. Okay. I understand that. But like the whole explanation of him, like winning an Academy award. What? Yeah, that, yeah that, that felt like a nod to the comics that I agree. And then also maybe part of my problem with Sylvester this season and like sort of the conversations around him is that he just gets every bit of the exposition in this show. Like his entire job is to stand there and tell us about the past, which we don't really care about. And like he's taking precious screen time telling me about things I don't care about. Um, with a second-rate be beard that does not compare to Pat Dugan's. And I'm just like, no, I'm just, oh, God. But, like, again, I will take more Sylvester. You can take Jordan. Like, if I, I look at where we are. Like, I have to choose between these two white men. I will take Sylvester, okay? It's just so stupid. <laughs> I'm so mad. I was waiting for Angie to watch the episode. We try not to sort of go into too much of the discussion when we, while, before we record uh, so we can save our emotions for you guys. And God, it was just, it was not good. Um, there were good things about the episode. Cindy, girl was looking fine. Um, and, and also, like, I, I always enjoy sort of her moments with everyone when she's sort of like, her moment when Mike and Jackie was sort of like, she was amused, like almost in spite of herself. Yeah. One um, of the cute little boys trying to flirt with you, you're like, oh, that's precious. So yes. It's like, um, and she has been criminally underutilized this season. Um, again, on account of the other white man that I'll take if needed. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like the end of the episode sort of colors everything and we only have three episodes to go. So now we have to deal with a bunch of things that she'll probably won't deal with, but that we should deal with like Artemis and her grief or whatever happens there. They're probably going to brush that up, but they shouldn't because I mean, we should see that. And then Pat and Barbara also have like, these are their friends. Um, so they should get a reaction. Like I've spent so much time, not even that much, but like much more than I needed on the creepy grandparents and their um, emotional like stability and like how they get from A to B. And then if they don't give Artemis and sort of Pat and Barbara that around the crowds, I'll be upset. Cause I don't just, I don't know how the decisions to give each storyline weight have come like this season, they've I think they've made every wrong decision about that. And then we still haven't really gone into Rick uh of it all. And yeah. and then no one really questions anything that characters do. Like I love Courtney. I love Courtney. Like I love um how kind and nice she is. And I love that she tried with Cameron and like she tried to like excuse Rick. But you're all like excusing Rick a little too much. Like, at some point, someone should have been like, Rick, what in the world was that? The, like, level with me. The literal doctors, when they took his blood pressure and measured his heart rate, they should have just taken him to the hospital at that point. Like, I'm sorry, kid. Like, you need to be the adult in this situation. I'm sorry, kid. 
this is really scary. We're taking you to the hospital. Right. But like, even within the JSA, like, Courtney, are you supposed to be the leader? Like, I just feel like they treat the JSA and the adults. Yeah. The, the adults for sure. Like, I'm, I'm going to put this one on Pat because I think he should have. And then Sylvester too, if he's star man and supposed to be looking after these kids. And then, yeah, Bad's parents, too. But, like, even within the context of the JSA, like, okay, you guys are friends, but they're supposed to be, like, a team here, and they're supposed to be some, like, are, is everyone doing whatever they want? Like, no accountability. And Courtney's just like, well, he was trying to protect me. He did a really bad job at that, actually. So can we at least go back to how bad a job he did at protecting you um, and at least be like, hey, at least – you could be like, hey, Rick, let's think it through next time. But not even that. We don't even get that. Like, even with normal friends, normal friends um, interactions, like when your friend does something that you think is dumb, you're like, what are you doing? And mm -hmm. why are you doing the thing that you're doing? But these kids don't interact like that. Everything is like, oh, I understand you. No, call your friend out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so <clears throat> I think, I don't know if we're going to get the closure on what's going on with Rick. We're definitely not going to get the closure and what the heck Pat did to Rick's uncle. But I think also, too, like, because of the pacing of the season, how you were talking about before, when Courtney compared Ultra Humanite to Eclipso, I was like, well, we got a full half a season arc at least. Of Eclipso, you bring an ultra humanite like at like with three episodes left, you're gonna like full on confirm that 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 this is the character you're working with, and you're gonna take care of business with three episodes left. That's all you have. If this is like the big bad of the season, but, but also you have yeah, but also you have the same like you have Jordan coming back too, so you're gonna like deal with two big bads in three episodes when you had 10 episodes of other stuff. Right. You and then, I mean, we've been mad for 20 minutes here. And like, I mean, it could not be Jordan. Like there is a possibility that for some reason, this is Jordan's body and it's not really Jordan. Um, which, where's wood? Knock on wood because anything, even fake Jordan will be better than real Jordan, all things considered. But, even if it's not Jordan, you're still bringing up all of Jordan's baggage with Jordan's body, which we don't really have time for because we only have three episodes left. So real Jordan or fake Jordan, this is baggage we didn't need uh, going forward. Um, like, and I just don't know why we're doing it. Um, like, if this has to do with Ultra Humanite, um, I'm still like, I Jordan was... A close case like it's like the episode is called the killer and, and you leave it in a way where like who was the killer ultra humanite or jordan because i don't know now like you make it clear it's ultra humanite and then you bring in jordan and you're like and then he's using his powers which is the reason why we think it is Jordan. he is using his powers uh and then you're like wait so was the killer ultra humanite was the jordan where was you like i just it's frustrating to be in episode 10 and have so many questions uh, that can't be answered. Not having questions. Like, it's good when you're going into the last three episodes and you're, like, excited. We're not excited. I'm just upset. And 
I feel like the, the answers cannot actually satisfy me, whatever they are. Maybe the killer is this show on my brain. God, I, I just, I wanted Stargirl to go out on a high. And I do not think season three has been a high. And I I don't want to be the person who's like, maybe the show should have ended uh, after season two. But the first two seasons were very, they were very perfect. good. They were so good. And season three has been, like, I feel like they they just fumbled basically everything they've tried. And the things that they had that were good, they have not taken advantage of. So um, I just, I, I hope they can sort of leave it in a good place at the end of 13. Like, I really, really hope they can. Um, but I think season three will be sort of like, if I ever want to rewatch this show, I'll be like, if they give me a good ending, I might just skip from the end of the last episode of season two to that ending just if they give me a good family scene or something mm-hmm. then that'll be it because i don't there's very little in season three i would rewatch. yeah this you said the whole this felt like a fumble what would be the equivalent of having a good ending then like if they fumble it but still have a good ending is that like a the spike of the football then like <laughs> what are we hoping for what is the sports analogy I mean, they can recover the fumble and sort of score <laughs> a touchdown. I guess they could. Uh, but it feels like right now, even if they recover the fumble and score a touchdown, they're still losing like 30 to nothing. <laughs> so I don't know if sports analogy like will help them like even get to a tie. Like, I really hope they can. We have three episodes. But like, it's just, if we hadn't had Jordan at the end, I would have said they were closer. But like Jordan... Jordan and McKent, out of all the people you wanted to bring back, you bringing back Jordan McKent. Like, I just, I literally cannot. I know. Like, I just, I, I, yeah. I don't even have anything else to say other than why. Other than why, and I'm mad about it. Yeah. I, and then long live the Crocs uh, in our, Hearts, they're still around, and we will never watch that final scene again. Nope. I'm just going to go make a chocolate cake the way Paula would have, (laughs) and then eat it. (sighs) Yeah. And then maybe that'll make us feel better. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I I don't think there's anything else to be said. Hopefully, we will find some better things to say about the show in the last three episodes. And it is still kind of sad that we only have three episodes to go, but I, I don't, at this point, I don't know that I trust the show with whatever it is they're doing in season three. So, yeah. Um, you can visit StargirlPodcast.com for all the latest news about the Stargirl show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, Stargirl Podcast as well. Um, and you know, we only have three episodes to go. You want to subscribe? At this I mean, point, there's really no point. But if you, you want to leave us some reviews, we're still going to be here for three episodes, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know what to say. Like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Even if Stargirl Podcast is no more, uh, there's a whole DCTV Podcast Network. All right. the DC shows you would, you want, if there are any left, um, will be a part <laughs> <laughs> of the <laughs> At DC TV Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
There's also a mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitch Radio, and Google Play. And indeed, if you are so um, upset like we are, the best way to cure, you know, being upset is buying stuff. So there is a T Public store for our shows on DCTV podcasts. Um, you can click on the link in the show notes, get some stuff, so we can continue to make these podcasts. And by we, not us, because we still only have three episodes. <laughs> this no. is the best sign off we've ever done. I know people don't listen to this part probably, so I can't wait to just. Be the only person to listen to us just completely lose our minds at this final I part, mean, right? Like, because if you have questions or thoughts about Star Girl, the show is going to end in three episodes. So, really, what's the point? I mean, we're sorry for this <laughs> train wreck, but um, we're here for three more episodes of the train wreck. So, see you then. <laughs>